0: Hey, this is Derek Green from Sepultura. You're listening to The Underground. This is Christian from Dino. This is Dino Cazares from The Fear Factory. Hey, this is Jerry Only. This is Jesse Leach from Kill Kitchen Gage. This is Richard Patrick from Filter. This is Sonny from A Bad P.O.D. This is Sully Erna from Godsmack. Welcome to the Underground, Australia's home of rap, metal and alternative Archie music. Arch Enemy
1: hit our shores this Tuesday and to tell us more about it, I am joined by Charlie D'Angelo of the band. Charlie, how are you, man?
0: I'm very good. How are you doing?
1: I'm going really well. Thank you for getting up early. It's extremely cool of you to do that. want to know, though, man, how excited are you to get back down under?
0: Oh, very, very. I mean, it's been a while since we've you know done anything, basically, you know, except for sort of a bit. You know, so, you know, of course, we're just excited to uh, get out there. And, we and, you know, we haven't been to Australia since, well, what was it, 18, 19. So it's been a while.
1: Yeah, it's been a minute. And when you're talking about you guys haven't done anything for a while, is that mainly due to the COVID lockdown side of things? I know the world's been opened up for a little bit now, but did that have a lot to do with it? I'm assuming.
0: Yes, absolutely. As with everybody else, we started out. We did uh, the U.S. in uh, April, March last year, and then we did European tour and a few festivals now this past fall. So yeah, so that's that's basically been it, like for the past whatever three years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, especially like before that. It- as all systems go, kind of deal. Getting back onto the topic of Australia, Charlie, is there anything you just have to do when you get out here? Is there any Australian traditions or anything that you're like, man, as soon as I get back there, that's what I want to do?
0: Uh, I don't know. Tim Tams? <laughs> <laughs>
1: There you go. For people checking this out, be sure to give Charlie a pack of Tim Tams. Yeah. I had an American buddy come out here and he he blames Tim Tams for his weight gain and he's never gone back or something, he reckons, and he blames it all on Tim Tams.
0: <laughs> no, but, I mean, there, there's so much to me. It's just the, the general vibe is something that's always nice. I mean, there's, there's just something about the country, how people are. And that's something. And, you know, there's uh, there's the weather, which can be, like, good and bad. I'm a bit sensitive to high heat, but I don't know. What's the weather like right now?
1: I tell you what, you might be in a bit of trouble because we are smack bang in the middle of summer, Charlie. So I yeah. think, um, <laughs> yeah, and it could be very high heat. And I wanted to talk a little bit to you about that. Being sensitive to heat doesn't surprise me because if someone said to me, describe a metal head, I'm going to say Charlie D'Angelo of Arch Enemy. You just look... Metal, uh, what does this, what does it mean to you, man? Like it's like you are textbook metalhead.
0: Well, I mean, I would take that as a compliment. Definitely. <laughs> I don't really exactly know what it means, but I'll take it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, it's it's. I think if you've been if you know if you've just been into metal like since your you know since your childhood or like early teens it, it, and just because it's not a mainstream form of music it it becomes so much more But if you're just into whatever's on the radio of course then like I don't think it's like a music doesn't really mean because there's so much available for you but something that you have to like seek out for yourself and then you find friends within people who like that it's like like-minded people and there's not so many of you it becomes so much stronger
1: yeah this- definitely that sort of special bond isn't there charlie so on that topic how did you discover metal how did you get get into it back in the day
0: i would say i mean it came from you know the 70s band called so so you know for example you know purple or you know rainbow that kind of thing and then of course like as a kid you know do you discover kiss which is always, you know, a good thing because you get, uh, you know, superheroes and and rock bands, you know, all in the same package. But I think I think it was like Judas Priest, it was like the band that I heard that went into what I now call metal, you know, rather than like hard rock. And then seeing Maiden live, and then it was, also, you know, just hearing Saxon on the radio. It was all that. It was like when, the, you know, the first new wave of British heavy metal, all that.
1: Yeah, not yeah. that... That's really cool, there, man. It's like I just love the metal scene. I I talk to a lot of metalheads, and like they just seem to be. It's a common misconception that metalheads are these big sort of evil people, but like the nicest people you'll meet, like metalheads. I feel.
0: Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Yeah. Very rarely, at least like in my experience, have there been any, you know, any sort of like violence or anything like that at shows. It's very, very rare. Even though, like these days, if you know, if you get your grandma to just look at a at a metal crowd today i mean it might look violent but you know it, it's not so that's one thing but yeah if you compare it to like you know say that you like a football game or something like that look at those exactly. things yeah
1: yeah Now that's a very good way to look at it there's more violence in a football game than what there would be in a in a metal crowd any day of the week i feel man so it brings me to the question what would you be doing charlie if you weren't involved in metal
0: I would be involved, you know, in some other type of music. I would assume. I mean, all my life has been that, so I really, really don't. I can't imagine and doing anything else. So it's hard to say. I don't have one of those things as well. You know, on the side, I do a little bit of, uh, do a bit of rocket science. I don't. You
1: know, because I can't see you. I'm like, oh, really? Mm (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's fantastic there. So it's all music, and on the topic of music, you guys, of course, heading in here next week. Your latest album, Deceivers, is fantastic. Can you tell us about the recording process of this one?
0: Yeah, so that was a little bit difficult, actually, just because of a, all of a sudden, you know, more and more restrictions happened. it was difficult and some of it was recorded in Denmark and and just getting from Sweden to Denmark was really really tricky. It was easier for us being Swedes getting in there but we needed to have like a really good reason to enter Denmark because they had closed down completely and since Because in the studios in a rural area, it was easier because it's like, you don't really have like the lockdowns that you have in the cities. So it was easier in that sense. But we also had, we had a singer that we had to smuggle in. (laughs) Like like going by car from Germany to Denmark just to do it—it was really, really difficult. That's Um,
1: crazy. So, how did you manage to smuggle them in?
0: It it was all sorts of trickery. You know, you you can get a permit to to get in, but it's hard for like an American or like a a Canadian coming from Germany and going into Denmark, and then it's like all sorts of stuff. I think it it was almost sort of like sneaking in at night, basically.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's awesome! (laughs) Uh, It says you could write a movie about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Almost, yeah. Yeah, so it's all sorts of that. and But then uh, we had, we had uh, other things that we could actually do in Sweden. And so that was thesis. I never had to do the sneaking into Denmark. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's good. So you were all in the same place at the same time what you're saying? Or, or was there like a lot of back and forth via email or...?
0: No, we had basically we went in and we did all the drums in Denmark and then all the guitars and bass and whatever we did in Sweden and then, ah, yes, then yes. and then we went back to Denmark to do the vocals.
1: Oh, that's crazy! Is that the most yeah. out there sort of experience in recording Arch Enemy albums? Is that I suppose it'd be the most memorable?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, in many ways, yes. Just because it was just. It, it, it was, it, there was somebody just, like, put a big scoop of difficulty on the whole thing.
1: <laughs> oh, that is awesome there, man. I wanted to ask you also, like, apart from recording that album, what did you do to sort of keep sane during that COVID lockdown time?
0: Well, the thing is, it wasn't that difficult here because Sweden was one of the more open countries. It wasn't really, like, it was, like, there was no public events. They banned, like, musical entertainment in restaurants and things. And restaurants, you had to sit down and it could only be so many people and had to be like tables far apart and things like that. But we still had restaurants that were open. And mm-hmm. then when they when they realized that people were still going out, then they just sort of like cut off all restaurants at 8 o'clock in the evening. But that just meant that people just went home and had parties at home instead. So there was like a pre-party at a you know, at a club or a bar somewhere. And then you do Westwood. So I have a friend who works at one of the bigger breweries here and their sales had a, a humongous spike <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, tell you, I tell you what though Charlie, it sounds like Sweden was the place to be during lockdown because if we had have left the house we probably would have got shot on the street man
0: yeah that's, that's what I hear I man it, it was pretty bad wasn't
1: it yeah really really bad it sounds like you had it pretty good really man that's crazy
0: yeah, yeah. It, it was, you know, thinking back to it, and then especially back then, like looking, you know, just seeing the news and and, and seeing how it was in other countries. It like it was, it was almost normal here, almost. And then, yeah, yeah. And then, really yet, yeah, 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 yes, you know, people complained. You're taking <laughs> away our, you know, don't take away our freedom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no. People always want to raise it to complain. Yeah, it was very much end of the world scenario here for a bit, and now it feels like yeah. it. It never even happened, man. But yeah. uh, let's change things up off that doom and gloom for, art, for me anyway. I'm just jealous mm-hmm. of you there, man. I want to grab a movie recommendation off you, Charlie.
0: A movie recommendation? I think the last movie that I saw, actually, two, day, two days ago, uh, I managed to find a good old classic from the Coen brothers called Barton Fink.
1: Oh, good one?
0: Yeah Very very good Strange Slow Weird But very good
1: Oh there you go You've heard it there From Charlie D'Angelo I like that What's up next for Arch Enemy I know you've got your Australian tour coming up Mm -hmm. Uh, You stopped by In Auckland first What's on the Mm -hmm. remainder For the rest of this year
0: Yeah we do We do New Zealand We do Australia then we go to Japan and then it's back home again and I think in May we'll start up you know the summer festivities so it's a bunch of festivals and a bunch of headline shows throughout uh, throughout the summer and then you know it's still a bit unclear about the fall so but we you know we have quite a bit on our plate so far
1: yeah sounds very busy busy and I was checking you out man is this is it your official Instagram account at Charlie D'Angelo? Uh, there's no. no posts on it I'm wondering if that's actually you
0: No, that's not actually me
1: Oh, there you go Someone's using that to pick up women, I think
0: uh, to, I have to look into that
1: Yeah, oh, there you go So is there any way that we can follow you on any forms of social media?
0: No, just, uh, you know Arch Enemy, Instagram, Facebook YouTube, whatever
1: Love that right there, man. That is, again, old-school metalhead right there. Absolutely love it. You can catch these guys live. It's Arch Enemy. They're heading our way next week, Valentine's Day. What better way to spend Valentine's than kicking it with Arch Enemy at The Gov in Adelaide on the 15th in Brisbane at the Tivoli, the 17th in Sydney at Metro Theatre, the 18th in Melbourne at Forum, and Fremantle on the 19th. Pick up your tickets through Metropolis Tickets, metropolistouring.com slash arch 2023 and of course hit these guys up arch charlie d'angelo thank you so much for taking some time out man really appreciate it
0: oh thank you so much man this has been another presentation from the gray wolf entertainment network greywolfentertainment.net